0: Hello and welcome to the Extended Cut with LJJR. I like the sound of that. Sounds
1: I'm, new and fresh.
0: <laughs> sounds
2: like these guys know what they're talking about.
0: <laughs> I'm Lou, joining me are my co-host John. Hello there. Joe, how are we doing? And RJ is behind the scenes on this one. He won't be joining us talking
1: behind the curtain. Our hearts okay. go
0: out to him. Always here. We love you, RJ. <laughs> so this episode we're gonna do a little news as usual but since stranger things is coming out we're gonna do kind of a 80s movie shindig see where it takes us Ooh, shindigs fun oh fun (laughs) so why don't you kick off the news
1: buddy guess that's my cue um so, first bit of news, James Mangold, um, who directed Logan, said recently that a spin-off film for X-23, uh, played by Daphne Keen, is in scripting stages. Your thoughts?
0: Looking forward to it. I, I thought she was,
1: like, a rarely very good kid <laughs> actor in a superhero movie. I <laughs> know, that's such a shock to me. Like, I'm, I'm always, like, number one to be really skeptical of kid actors, but, um, I, I thought she was awesome in it. I mean,
0: also, maybe why she was good is because she really didn't talk much in Logan. Probably the reason.
1: But we'll, Although, we'll see. <laughs> her her speech at the end was, like, great, though.
0: Like, yeah. Had me
1: it, it was partially
2: good because she was, you know, almost mute the entire time, and then she came out swinging with yeah. that
1: heart-wrenching speech. Yeah, and the Spanish. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, that sounds... Pretty exciting. I'd definitely be down for that. Um, Next bit of news, Venom, starring Tom Hardy, has begun production, apparently. Uh, And there was a new casting, Scott Hayes from Only the Brave. Not really familiar with it, but uh, there's rumors that it could be Carnage, but no confirmation yet. I don't really know what Sony's plan is for this Venom movie still.
0: I I feel like this movie has potential to be pretty good, but I don't think it will be. (laughs) So... uh (laughs) To confirm, so
2: Carnage and Venom might be in the same movie then?
1: Yeah, well, if you think about it, they they can't do Spider-Man two, and so they they've got to do some sort of like hook where I feel like Venom's the protagonist, and the next logical step is Carnage. Gotcha. Yeah, I
0: would be very surprised if Carnage wasn't in at all.
1: Which, like, my hopes of this movie are that I always really like Tom Hardy. I think he's a phenomenal actor. So, like, there's hope in that alone. Yeah. Then with like where digital effects are today i think it could be really cool to see like how they do the venom and carnage effects i think that like if they don't fuck that up at least that could be cool i just really worry for like the story itself i think it will i just i worry that it'll just be like a nothing film and that it'll just be like irrelevant it's hard to imagine
2: where they're going to build within their own spider universe you know what i mean
1: they keep like talking about bringing in like black hat and silver sable and things like that. But how can you have a Spider-Man universe without Spider-Man in it though?
0: Yeah. It's just it like just the least interesting
1: parts <laughs> of it. It's useless. <laughs> like what is it all building towards?
2: Yeah, exactly. It does make me excited though. You know, it, it could either be a mess or it's one of those sleeper hits and you're like, Oh, all right.
1: For however much excited I am for this, I would be that much more if there was Spider-Man in that universe. Cause like, I I think I'm not alone when I say, especially not in this podcast of Spider-Man appreciators.
2: Uh, We've been known
1: to. (laughs) But like, I I just think that building this whole universe would be awesome with Tom Holland Spider-Man in it. But whenever they deliberately put it to the side as a separate universe, it kind of is like a tease almost
2: this is where they call toby mcguire
0: i feel
1: like yeah. Marvel. <laughs> it's
0: time i feel like marvel possibly is like waiting to see how this turns out and if it works out well they
1: might just like say it's part of the mcu then they'd have to cut like a monumental deal and sony would have the biggest shit eating grin on their faces for it <laughs> but um yeah i mean hope for the best prepare for the worst kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. uh next bit of news Justice League runtime was revealed and it's going to be the shortest of the DCEU yet coming in at two hours and one minute which sounds great to me because that means less opportunity for an extended extended cut coming out yeah <laughs> podcast name drop Ooh. you
0: dropped something there Joe <laughs> it surprised me that this is the shortest because I mean like there's a lot of new characters in this yeah Like pretty much but- everyone except Batman and Wonder Woman and Superman. Like, it's all their solo debut. Or, like, their.
1: It first definitely movie. reeks of Joss Whedon, but I love it. It's better than Zack Snyder.
0: I'm starting to, like, look more. Like, as the more stuff about this movie comes out, I'm more excited for it. At first, I didn't think this was going to be very good, but, like, the recent trailers have looked solid. I'm really excited for this. And what's the
1: release date now? I want to say, like, it's like end of November, November. I, so- okay. I want to say like 16th but that that's just a date I'm not sure honestly All
2: right. I kept saying in my head like Christmas time vaguely but I knew
1: it was it's coming up it's definitely it's coming up soon and I'm in full like like make or break mode where I'm so excited for this movie I'm ready for it to like be this triumph of the DCU like they're finally back and I'm just ready for if it's bad it's gonna crush me
0: yeah, so much at stake. Let's
1: There's hope that doesn't have to happen. So much at stake. It'll make for good content if it does, but you know. <laughs> Only time uh, will tell. Also, J.K. Simmons said the sequel is in development, which isn't really shocking considering the original plan was for a part one, part two, but it got stalled because Joss Whedon kind of nixed that idea. Um, so, yeah, I guess that'll probably be where Dark Side comes in. Dark Seed? Dark Side? Which is it? I think it's Dark Side. This first one's Stephen Wolf. And then yeah, and I think he's like Darkseid, Darkseid, Darkseid's Nephew or uncle or Whichever relation it is Which
0: I I hope they differentiate Them like, well, because I mean They're kind of extremely similar Like I, I just hope how,
1: they don't all look like Doomsday Yeah, they kind of Because I mean, they're all just like big aliens Yeah uh, Again, and my biggest Worry for this is that they don't learn With the CGI thing That's just my biggest worry I think that the story has potential to be very good. I think, like, the characters are going to be awesome. But my biggest worry is, like, the CGI. So Joe Joe
0: hasn't slept in weeks.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm at my wits end.
0: (laughs) I would rather see them do, like, a Brainiac thing.
1: Ooh, that'd be cool. But I almost feel, because Brainiac's such a huge villain, you almost want to build the universe a little bit more. Yeah, that's true. Because then Brainiac introduces Supergirl and like more of kind of the universe than what they've built so far so i mean i want him eventually but i wouldn't i'm cool with them doing dark side right now yeah i my hope for this entire universe would be like just go crazy with it do injustice do stuff like that i think like that would be unbelievable to see on screen
0: yeah just to make themselves different (laughs) from marvel like something new
1: absolutely yeah but um all right on to the next bit of news uh jj abrams came out and said that episode nine is apparently going to bring together all three trilogies so ooh, <laughs>
0: i think i think what this means pretty much is like they'll probably be like an obi-wan ghost yeah probably then or like, something to that effect. yeah and then like luke and then of course the new cast Watch it's gotta be fu- jar jar <laughs>
1: George Lucas is gonna sneak into the studio and like make a Jar Jar ghost to bring it at some point like it'll go fly (laughs) under the radar until it's screened like how does that (laughs)
0: happen it's just not at all in the script every single character from the prequel trilogy (laughs) is now a ghost (laughs) every (laughs) single clone (laughs) it's like that scene from Phantom Menace
2: when it's like the hologram like assembly yeah it's just a circle of prequel (laughs) ghosts all talking to each other at once it's a massive room
1: Uh, so, yeah, fingers crossed that doesn't mean anything too stupid, but I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm
0: not worried uh, by that.
1: Yeah, I almost sort of expected it, but maybe that means that afterwards they'll just go on to like a different storyline, like with the next trilogy that they do, because that's inevitable. But, um, who knows? We uh, don't. <laughs> we <laughs> that's, don't. For sure. that's for sure. <laughs> uh, Alright, last bit of news Deadpool 2 wrapped up production recently. Um,. Can't wait for that movie. That's gonna be, I think that's gonna be an awesome follow-up to the to the uh, original with Josh Brolin as Cable. Your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I, I think Josh Brolin's he's killing it. If he does if he does well in this and in Infinity War, I mean, two very solid performances. Yeah, he's bleed. really
1: dipped his toe in both. Yeah, grabbing <laughs> from both cash cows, but uh, and it also came out his contract. He's I signed. Now, I didn't I can't remember the exact number but I want to say three movies so it sounds like it'll probably be this movie and then two X-force movies give or take one other movie that would probably be another Deadpool but um, I'm I'm all in for it I think that he looks awesome as cable I'm excited to see his performance he rarely lets me down in any movies so that'll be exciting to see an X-force movie see how they build it
2: Excellent. very exciting indeed. Excellent. Shall we and segue the into the topic of the day, the week rather?
0: Yeah, I said earlier, <laughs> 80s movies. Ooh. So we're gonna start off with Terminator, or I guess The Terminator. is the name of the first one.
1: Full spoilers for all of these, because I yeah. mean, if you haven't seen these, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, I what mean, it's
1: 80s. Thirty years old. You've had some time. <laughs> you've had some time to catch up.
0: <laughs> and basically, these are all movies we like, so they're all worth the watch. Of course, absolutely. Full extended cut recommendation.
2: Saying the name so everyone remembers. With LJJR. <laughs> with LJJR. The right. extended cut. With
0: LJJR. Alright, I guess I guess we'll just start right off with Arnold, since he's he's kind of like the first person you see in it. Get
1: the yeah, chopper. it's kind of no!
0: it's kind of the same intro scene
2: in the first two Terminators, right? It's just a naked Terminator butt-naked, appears. Yeah. Just a
1: butt
0: naked Austrian. Conveniently hiding the phallus, but I, <laughs> w- I've only seen the first two Terminators. Well, but I think Arnold's great in both of them. I mean, he's
1: I think without a doubt the best part of both of them. Now, was this pre Predator? It had to have been right. Yes. So, well, yeah, okay. So I then this was it his was, defining role. Like, yeah, that this would was be like one hundred percent breakout role.
0: Well, before this, he did um, it was like Hercules, but not Hercules.
1: Oh, uh, Conan! Right?
0: Yeah, he did Conan, Conan then this, then Predator, and then it was like Judgment Day, and then Turbo oh, okay. Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and then immediately top, after,
1: <laughs> and then Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> steep, steep decline. But back
0: <laughs> to the Terminator. I think Arnold's great in this, and pretty much he doesn't talk that much. But I think everything he says in this first one is pretty iconic, like just iconic
1: Schwarzenegger. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we still all say like "I'll be back" or like. La, hasta la vista baby so I mean it's definitely like all held up yeah
2: most of those lines are in two though I think what's it's Wait, interesting hasta oh, yeah. yeah. in two also, yeah he really does not say a lot in one at all he does say I'll be back though yeah but it's not as good one. as the
0: I'll be back in and he was T2. indeed back
2: yeah he, was, yeah, he, he did not lie um, <laughs> but I just liked how different his character is I mean Terminator 1 is more of a horror slasher movie than sci-fi when you think about it
0: yeah, like at the end when he's just a big stop motion like mo- like robot, it's, it's like it's very unsettling looking.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I, uh, I think that like to a point, those effects like still hold up in their own right. And I think like the tension and the kind of like look of the film still looks pretty cool. I agree with that. I think I mean, it's
2: not as smooth. Obviously, it's not as sophisticated, but it's definitely scarier to me that creepy stop motion right. looking thing
0: yeah i, I think <laughs> stop motion from 80s definitely <clears throat> looks better than like early 90s like real rubbery cgi
1: yeah i'd agree i i think 90s is an era where like they realized they could do all this stuff but it they didn't realize it didn't like look quite as good yeah so it wasn't people there just went yet. crazy with it so it's like giving a lot think-
2: of money to a child who just like doesn't know what to do <laughs> with it and he. <laughs> just burns it all.
1: He's like, I bought fire. That's how this works, right?
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah, I liked um, comparing Terminator to Terminator 2, although Terminator 2 is not an 80s movie. I liked the development of Sarah Connor a lot. I thought she Perfect. went from kind of a stereotypical damsel in distress to being a real badass in the second movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think all the characters are real strong in all these movies. I mean even John Connor's <laughs> voice is real annoying even then though, I don't think he's I, even though I've already said this earlier, he's not that, like as bad of a kid actor as like he's annoying at times but he's not that he's tolerable. there are worse there yeah. yeah indeed worse indeed there are worse um, but ba- back and- to the first one, I think another really strong part of the first one is the future sequences yeah when they're fighting skynet which i that's why i've never seen salvation but i get why people hate it so much because it's extremely like,
1: different
0: yeah that's like the best time period for this like um what's the name Find of like, a track, the <laughs> like the what's learn. the name of like a collection of movies <laughs> series yeah Trilogy? that's like the know. best time <laughs> that's like the best time period of this series and It seems like that's easily, like, one of the worst of the series.
2: Well, what was so nice in the first Terminator is, um, I guess, not that it was low budget by any means, but you could tell they probably didn't have a lot to work with for those sequences. So you have that one almost Rob the Robot looking thing that's shooting lasers at all the humans, and that's, like, the Skynet robot. Otherwise, it's just rubble and smoke. Like, there's literally nothing, but it's terrifying. Yeah.
1: They made a lot with nothing. I think like they well, like what you said. They may have not like had a lot to work with, but they definitely like did their best, and I think it paid off. Um, it's just unfortunate with like later movies in the franchise franchise that was the name you were looking for. Yeah. Um, but with like Salvation, I, at the time I was just like, I was still like really like pretty young, so like I just was like, oh, this is awesome. But like yeah. looking back, it's unfortunate that movie is kind of bad. It's pretty bad.
0: I mean, it's a really good cast too.
1: Yeah, I mean Christian Bale is John Connor. Like, how do you screw that up?
0: Yeah, and Sam Worthington's in it. He's a good actor. Yeah,
2: even Terminator Three, which I think falls under the radar sometimes. It's it's really it's not that good.
1: Yeah, that's from, that, from that the that clips I've seen. The downfall from two, it's really like a steady decline. And well, I there think was such a gap. Two... Go ahead. Sorry,
2: I was gonna say now between go what was the year on the first Terminator? I believe it's eighty
1: one. Right, but so no, uh, it's certain. Wait, the first Terminator,
2: eighty four. Eighty four. All right, so so the second one wasn't until ninety one. So we were talking earlier that there must have been a lot of hype for that, and then after two, the hype was probably even higher because two was such a masterpiece. And then I don't think three came out until the early two thousands.
0: So really? they had to wait at it, least yeah it it at was least still ten years. A pretty big gap. Wow. I want to wow. say two thousand and three. Yeah, something um, like that.
1: Now was three James Cameron as well or was it only one and two that's James Cameron I like, would be surprised out. if it I, was I James I think Cameron. three is James Cameron oh really but I, I, like I haven't say, I seen I would not three. be personally mm. but um I mean it's sad even even the ones where he's not on it are still like really bad and he keeps talking about how like he's gonna write the franchise when he gets back I'm just I, I think unless you do a hard reboot I'm not buying that it's gonna reset into like good territory at this point, why, though? You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: like, they are what they are. What is there to gain? What In terms of a reboot? In terms
1: of writing the ship? A reboot? Like, are you talking about a hard reboot from the I, beginning? I just think... I wouldn't be super opposed to this. I've said this before, that... And I think I even mentioned our, like, franchises that you could reboot. I think I might have mentioned it briefly. But I think with, like, where technology's at today, I wouldn't – and, like, the fact of how old Arnold is now and that they still bring him into these movies, I wouldn't be opposed to doing some sort of hard reboot later down the line. I'm not talking about tomorrow, but later down the line where you bring in new actors and just kind of, like, freshen it up because while, like, one and two are so great, there's still majority of the franchise that isn't. So – it just kind of gives you a clean canvas to kind of reset
0: and i mean there's a lot of like eras they can go to because i mean you can send it they've time travel, so i mean you can literally exactly. do any
1: time and you don't even necessarily have to do like the same stories like you if you don't want to like try to remake one and two do a separate story within that universe with john and sarah connor and those characters but like do a reboot of it of sorts hmm they you could know go- and- Back to the Future, as it were. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Well, hmm. T's there, because we're not talking about
0: that one, but I like it. Yeah, we'll save... That'll probably <laughs> be an episode... We're, we're not talking about, like, every 80s movie. just ones that, like, we probably won't do yeah. solo episodes. I, I was it's just sticking to, the,
1: sticking to the theme, you yeah. know, I thought yeah. I'd yeah. throw it out there. There's back. nearly 10 years' worth of 80s movies that we could have talked about, but... We approximately,
2: had off, but... approximately.
1: I, I might have my math wrong. Somewhere. So we're well, we'll we're
2: cr- not sure. We'll crunch the numbers post-production. But... For- <laughs>
1: I will.
0: About the first one, sometimes the makeup is not great. I don't even know if it's makeup. Like sometimes when Arnold, when you're seeing like the robot eye, yeah, like we always talk about how if, if things age well or not. That those scenes don't <laughs> age
1: well. Yeah, that's fair. That's definitely fair.
2: I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I, I guess. Um. The, however, I think the one scene where he's
0: taking his eyeball out. That looks pretty cool to me. That's not bad, but, like, before he says, like, fuck you, asshole. (laughs) Right (laughs) before that, it, like, weirdly changes to, like, it's not Arnold. It's, like, a weird, like... It's, like, not Arnold. It's, like, some model or something. I got you. It, like, really weirdly, like, a couple cuts, it's, like, very bizarre looking. Why would they need a model for Arnold, though? Yeah, exactly. Why Why do you switch that? it, It was just very, like weird but i mean it's it's still a great movie it's yeah. just some yeah. of those parts aren't great anymore I well and so- as we said terminator 2 improved on just
2: about everything including the visuals although i, I am a huge fan of the stop motion i would have been okay with that in terminator 2 but they progressed by that point i guess
1: now terminator 2 uh because it's been a while since i've seen ends with the the molten like pit correct mm-hmm. yes so and he gives, I, gives a thumbs up. Right. That's like that's pretty iconic, I would say. That's lasted the test of time as being like relevant as a movie ending. So I'd say they definitely like hit a home run with that. Definitely I mean, I agree. think they
0: knew Arnold was one of, probably the best part of the first one and then they made him they gave him a much bigger role in the second and I think full face turn. Yeah, I think that completely benefited like I his performance is great in the second one even though he still doesn't say much i mean you get to see him start to develop when he gets like more human at the end well the other Kyle. male lead in the first one what is it what's his name i don't Kyle. his name oh
2: Kyle.
1: Kyle Reese.
2: yeah i, I mean yeah. i thought he was a solid character but ultimately way more forgettable than arnold himself
1: Arnold in the second one
2: versus Kyle in the first one.
1: Is Kyle Reese John's dad? Is that the connection?
2: Yeah. But, like, John sends him back to be his dad. So, which is kind of. Yeah. Like, hey, just go (laughs) conceive me real quick. And, you know, I guess if Kyle messed that up, then John would cease to exist. But
1: Um, so. Has there ever been – because my memory is a little fuzzy with this whole franchise as a whole. Has there ever been, like, the same recurring character for, like, John Connor besides one and two? Was three the same character too? No. No? Were they, be- has it always been a different John Connor? Yeah, because
0: I was reading the kid from Terminator 2, I guess, like, had drug problems. Sad. And even, like, the future John Connor is always different. <laughs>
1: yeah like they had a uh, because like at I the beginning of t2 the there's name but genesis had a different one
0: because at the beginning of t2 there's that really good opening scene of the future yeah and there's like a guy who looks really grizzled and cool but that's he's never in it again
1: i just find it and like with the adult john carners you could chalk it up to well like the the past is always like slightly changed so like he never looks the same but i don't know like it it, it takes away from like my like accepting of the universe every time that I see a different guy is like John Connor
2: I I agree. yeah it would help with
0: the continuity it would for sure that's another, I got for another thing I want to mention about T2 is again about the kid acting being good but really the father son relationship between Arnold and John I think that's very that very was a heartwarming th- part of the movie that was well done adds a new element anything else about t1 or t2 that's all i got i think i'm all teed out shall we move on on the topic of cyborgs another 80s film we'll talk about is robocop
1: now i haven't seen this one so you guys are gonna have to like lead the way and i'll just come along in this magical ride Yeah, we watched about a week and a half ago yeah pretty recently it's fresh in the dump
0: it's, it's more of a fun watch, I would say, than Terminator. It was, yeah, and uh, we watched it right after
2: Terminator 2, so I guess I, like, mentally wasn't ready to have fun. I was, like, still <laughs> emotionally distraught, and so I, I guess, I don't know why, but with a name like RoboCop, I was expecting a more serious movie, but I was surprised at how kind of dumb it was,
0: but that's that's the point. Well, that, I mean i think i like this movie more than you <laughs> no I, I, do like it. Um, <laughs> I do like it i think the action's like really good not over the top because especially at the beginning they kind of make it seem with that whole like presentation that like the big robot i love the machine, that scene. it seems like they're gonna be the main villain but i'm glad they didn't go that way and they kept like the actual human villains as like the main antagonist throughout i think it made it much more personal at the end with that big battle that he's fighting the guys who originally killed him
1: yeah so a couple questions here one did it seem so like would you classify it as campy or like like was it like self-aware like campy like with its action or was it like yes. an, a legit action movie I, well say-
0: i mean i would say it's a little campy it's kind of self-aware in that way but it's much deeper than you would expect it's, Not deeper, it's super, deep, yeah, but it's more than. I think it's fair. it's an action movie that is
2: self awareness, campiness, and a good example is the scene that Lou just mentioned because the the whole idea is there's this kind of evil big private corporation that's building robots for police forces, and before they make the RoboCop, which is half human, half cyborg, they have this like massive over the top. Um, it's like taller than a human being and it has machine guns for arms and that's like the prototype and it just looks so incredibly over the top and they do a demonstration in this boardroom of guys um, at like, like a just route. a
1: normal boardroom.
2: Yeah, it's like a it's like a boardroom of executives. <laughs> it's and it's just like
0: oh, lose this guy.
2: Apart. Yeah, it just misfires and it kills this guy, and so there's this corpse on the ground, and everyone's just like, oh, it didn't work. We're gonna lose so much money. Like no one like, cares why? that a guy
0: just died. Why would they put live rounds in their prototype?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so dumb, and everyone is so deadpan and doesn't even acknowledge how horrendous it is. So I, I think that that's more. supposed to be kind of kind of campy. Yeah.
0: But I I think it's. It's pretty personal as in, like, Murphy, because you see him get brutally killed pretty much right off the bat. Yeah. And then <laughs> scene, you, I like how you never actually get to meet his wife or son. You just kind of get to know them through, like, his memories mm-hmm. as a cyborg. And, I mean, it's it gets pretty, like, sad and deep for a good bit when he starts becoming himself again and, like, the whole police force turns on him. But I, I think Peter Weller, the main actor in this, a.k.a. Robocop, I think he's very good at, like, looking very robotic, and then slowly, as the movie goes on, more human again.
1: So, is the premise that he has his, like, memory and his, like, self-awareness, re- like, a race in the beginning, and then he gains it, kind of, as it goes on? Is that the premise? Yeah. 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 Okay. And also, wait, is because I've seen like one scene specifically from and I'm not sure which Robocop it is. I want to know if it was one or like one of the farther ones. Is there a scene in one where a man gets like nuclear waste dumped on him? Yes. Yep, that is one. Is that the Yes, I love that clip but so much. If you I, haven't seen it, please go search it up. <laughs> it is the most like 80s kind of grotesque, but in like a weird costume campy like horror way where a guy's head basically explodes. Am I right?
0: yeah but i I mean it's a it's a pretty like satisfying death because i mean by the end of it you really hate those guys (laughs) because i mean they're in the (laughs) whole movie and they're all just major assholes oh he had it coming all right yeah (laughs) red foreman is the villain
1: is he really yeah i don't know what his real name is i just call him red Red foreman (laughs) is his major weapon in the movie a foot up your ass oh god he does beat up a lot of guys yeah, he's like, he's a
2: badass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just kind of, he looks exactly the same, which is funny. He's been, like, bald
0: and middle-aged forever. Shh. But yeah. I, I, it's a its a solid movie. A good watch. Would recommend. Yes. All right, I'll take a little bit of a backseat on this one. Our next film is Ghostbusters.
1: Who are you going to call? Dunna, dunna, we'll, tell dunna, dunna. we'll tell you who. Oh, we'll tell you. Dan Aykroyd right. and the rest of them. Dan Aykroyd right after
2: At <laughs> all um, Shoot Bill, Bill so Murray Bill
1: Murray And uh Okay wait Bill Murray, I, Dan Aykroyd Um Uh er, mm. I want to say I I want to say like Ernie But it's not Ernie right. Hudson
0: <laughs> Ernie Hudson There, there is. we go See so uh, Lou wait, already knows more than us He's in there's there's that one one show more. Oz I used to love That prison show It was he in that Yeah He's the warden of the prison in it
1: he made, he, he made a good run in the 80s, I feel like, and 90s, too. But – uh, and then, wait, the last one. It's, I think he's dead. Yeah, the guy with the glasses is dead. Yeah. I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, I know it, too. Um, Egon. Mm. He's the guy that plays Egon. Yep. I'm not uh, going to yeah. go on until we get this. No, wait, we'll go on. But yeah, whoa, just whoa. pretend we got it. Um, Yeah, absolute classic. And one of those where I felt like too, um, to a point, like, it's definitely – not looked on as fondly, but I still love the franchise as a whole. Um, Yeah. But Ghostbusters 1, absolutely iconic. Um, From everything to the effects, the ghosts that they find, the lines from Bill Murray to... The uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I think it's just like a phenomenal movie through and through. I just
2: lo- I love <laughs> watching that one. That's one of those, um, you know, when it's on TV around Halloween time, any time I see it, I will 100% watch it because it's just – I've seen it so many times, but it's
1: it's timeless. And absolutely, like, really great cast too. Um, just all, all the performances are good. Like, everyone brings across, like, the, the feelings that their character is supposed to evoke. Like, you never – The kind of craziness of the universe and um, all of, like, what goes on, there's a real suspension of disbelief where you're never, like, that's Mm -hmm. too wacky or something for this universe where it takes you out of the movie. Like, everything's fair game, in my opinion. Exactly,
2: and there is this, uh, like you said earlier, this self-awareness to it. It's funny, it's zany, it makes no sense, and it's so... I, I don't know why but for me i almost feel nostalgic about it even though i wasn't a kid i wasn't born yeah. yet but i kind of feel like it's something that's connected to my childhood like i don't know why it just has that appeal i think uh, to younger people and you just kind of you feel like you grew up on it
1: and as we know people were super protective of the original seeing as how the new attempt at it with an all-female one got met with <laughs> probably like the largest pushback i've seen for a movie in ages you sexist but, um, pig <laughs> you bigot. Um,
2: I did not see it. I cannot I, say I anything. I didn't see
1: it, but not for those reasons, just because I firmly believe it didn't really look good. Like, no matter what movie it did, they could have sold it as something completely different, but it just didn't look that good to me.
2: But uh, I, wish they, I just wish they hadn't called it Ghostbusters. I wish they called it, like, even Ghostbusters 3 or Ghostbusters with, like, some sort of a subtitle, like, the next generation. You know, I don't know.
1: Yeah. How you could have, re- like, done that movie is – don't do a reboot do a sequel then that absolutely works like yeah. an all-female like kind of shake up team works if you don't disregard like the original and i'm talking for like the people that got mad i for one don't give a shit um you are so tolerant <laughs> i like to think
2: so <laughs> but i think it's interesting to read about um all of the attempts there have been uh to make a Ghostbusters 3 with bill murray um oh, really? and as many yeah and i guess he just refuses like, he's been presented with a completed script more than once, and he just does not want to do another Ghostbusters movie.
1: Is it for the fact that he doesn't want, like, that role again, or is it because he thinks it was, like, good as is, and he doesn't want to, like, ruin it with more sequels?
2: Yeah, I or guess or it's, just it's a mix out? of both. I kind of just feel like Bill Murray's, like, a curmudgeon about everything, but... Um, yeah, I mean, if it's for the second reason, if it's just because he thinks that it should be left untouched, I respect that because Ghostbusters 2 yeah. is already on shaky ground as to whether or not it's that good of a like,
1: movie. Yeah, I accept it for what it is, a sequel to like a blockbuster that's not going to live up to the first.
2: Yeah, um, it's kind of like it, I, it's almost as good as Men in Black 2, I would say. It's there. It, there's a lot I of would callbacks. Say Men in
1: Black 2 is better in terms of like what's as a better sequel. Okay. Am I right or am I wrong? I don't know. What's your feelings on that? I would Jim say Hicks.
0: Men in Black 2 is better than the original Ghostbusters.
1: Well, that's, that's yeah. all <laughs> I'm... <laughs> When's the last time you saw Ghostbusters?
0: <laughs> also, quick side note, I, when I was younger, I used to always confuse Bill Murray and Tom Hanks. I did too. Wait, really? When, like, yeah, you when, I, was Sicily, when I was really young, I used to think Tom Hanks was in Ghostbusters. And then I, and then I found out fair. Bill Murray was a separate character. Or I mean, a separate human. <laughs> like <he's a laughs> Not just a character.
1: It's just an alias. No, it's always, just a character that Tom Hanks. I, like. I always thought they
2: looked the same, and people roasted me for it. And then not that long ago, there was that picture where like people couldn't tell if it was Bill Murray or Tom Hanks. I think they, they look more alike now
1: that they're older. Yeah, now that they both... yeah, um, both have kind of Joe But yeah, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters one definite amazing like family friendly film. Where Dan Aykroyd gets blown by a ghost. So great movie.
2: I also thought that Joey and Chandler looked the same when I was little. From Friends, I, mean, yeah, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't tell them
1: apart. <laughs> but that's for our '90s I'm episode. <laughs> Shall we one? move I could on? I sort of see Tom Hanks. Don't worry, but I can't see that one. Hmm. Well, if I was like, I thought Will Smith and and I. um, Will
0: Smith and Tom Hanks look awful similar.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would agree. I always thought that. They have similar facial structure. Anyways, on to the next one.
0: Next one we'll talk about is First Blood a.k.a. My funny bone.
1: Go on without me.
0: A.k.a. Rambo 1. And I think this is easily, this is probably Stallone's, besides like maybe the first Rocky and Creed. I would say this is his best performance. Um, I'd also say yeah, this is the this is true. before it got real over-the-top, like, part two, where he's just... I mean, he is shirtless and, like, shooting an M60 a lot in the first one. Not, But it's nowhere near as over-the-top as the sequels.
1: I think Rambo, like, first blood and captures, like, everything, like, that was 80s action movies. It's just such good, like tension and just this like over the top character that you somehow like don't like really believe is too over the top like what you said lou i mean like i went as rambo for halloween one year when i was a kid just because i thought (sighs) the character like awesome like the red band like the red uh like tie around his head is awesome to me like it's still like iconic and the giant knife i think it's like still holds up as like a really great action movie
0: yeah i mean the action's great in this it's not over the top it's it's still like not super realistic but it's more realistic
1: yeah um, it's realistic for what it is
0: and it's a much better just like story as itself because i mean this was close to like the vietnam time i mean it really tackles like vietnam vets and also like police brutality which were both pretty big topics at the time
1: now i mix it up with part one and part two is part one where he's in the town like fighting off the police or is part two whenever he's fighting like the soldiers part part one's the police okay see that's like awesome in terms of like a soldier come from home like ptsd sort of thing where it's like he was made in this killing machine and then like comes back and no and like nobody gives a regard to like how to uh, how to like deal with make him blend into society everyone's just like you did your duty and he just doesn't know how to handle it
0: yeah and i mean the police really he's vulnerable at first like this is it's not like how most people picture rambo i'd say they picture him in part two
1: pure killing machine
0: yeah but in this first one i mean he's really just like a vulnerable veteran and like gets the shit kicked out of him by the police at the beginning and like it's really sad and then his ending speech i think that's oh
1: it's i bawl my eyes
0: out every time yeah that's very stallone's great in this and yeah i, I think I, this is what the story of this elevates it like to not only great action movie just a very solid movie
1: yeah and i i even like the just everyone's really great i forget who his superior is that like he basically talks to troutman um, yeah like he's great and it's kind of like this like you gotta come down like you're you're going crazy but like he's like you don't know crazy or something like that like yeah on kind of that. a father son yeah it's it's amazing that's i love that movie i think that like that stellar uh acting yeah on. and he's
0: it, the rambo he's really a great character like even though the other ones aren't great i mean he's still that character itself is unbelievable yeah.
2: <laughs> so you guys would recommend because I must confess I have not seen this movie.
1: I yet. would absolutely recommend. I think it's still a fun watch to this day.
0: Mainly the first the second one's more just a fun, like over the top, like just seeing I love part two. Guys I think get, it's so fun to just watch. Just seeing guys get blown apart. But the first <laughs> one as like just an, a more overall solid movie. It's part two
1: where he um he covers himself in mud and like waits in the jungle for the guy. Yeah. I think that's part two. That's, like, one of my favorite scenes. He just, like, grabs and he's like, oh, my God. He's just – he's, like, an absolute killing machine in part two.
0: I mean, in part one and part two, there's good quotes in both. I mean, part two has some iconic lines in it.
1: Yeah, for sure. All
0: right. Moving on. Say about Rambo. The next movie – is mad max 2 the or i guess it was just mad max the road Warrior, or i think it was just called the road warrior <laughs> I can put that. before
1: before you get into the full like your thoughts on it personally with mad max like i haven't seen them most of them i've seen one and i just think like i think i just see it a couple times because the first time i ever saw mad max i was like what the hell am i watching it's just like insane not in like a rambo like insane killing machine way but like what is going on so i haven't seen this truthfully so you guys will take the lead on that
2: well this is actually more Lou because i've only seen that yeah, max fury road this
1: is
0: more my solo one
1: i remember Same, I, I went I went yeah. real hard of seeing all
0: the other ones before fury road and then i love fury road and then i watched the other ones more i would still say fury road's probably the best of all of them but this is probably the next best or the best is top two
1: now, there's a lot of um, people that argue for um, – is it the Thunderdome? Is that the third? Yeah. Or is it something else called that? No, yeah, the Yeah, so I know like a lot of people hold a lot of affection towards that movie too as well. What were your thoughts on that one before you get into it too? I mean it's it starts out
0: really well and it kind of has this weird <laughs> side story with a bunch of kid actors and they are not good kid actors. <laughs> uh, that ruins it. That ruins the movie. Yeah. Well,
2: it's, Refuse to see it.
0: I mean and it kind of – I mean, I guess I'll explain Mad Max two, and then it kind of makes more sense why I don't like the third one as much. Okay, but, yeah. So mainly, the first Mad Max was very low budget, and it was a lot better than people thought. And it, it wasn't popular at the time. It probably still isn't very popular, but for what they had, it was pretty good. And then I think the Road Warrior was kind of like Terminator two in that it took all the best parts and just elevated them, and it just a very solid sequel. Um, okay. So it's pretty much Mad Max 2. That's where it's it's like – it starts like total apo- – like it's the apocalypse now.
1: Oh, right, because the first one was kind of a lead up to the apocalypse sort of thing. Yeah. Like the beginnings of it.
0: So the second one, like right off the bat, like society is totally gone. And then you, it's just Max driving, and he has this dog who's really cool. And I think the dog's one of the best parts of this. It's really sad when the dog <laughs> dies, but um, he's just totally – I mean, it's called Mad Max. He kind of is crazy. But, I mean, he's just totally him separate himself from all other people. Um, and the action scenes, I think, are really solid in this because they're easy to follow. You always know what's happening. And, I, like, I heard there's a bunch of things I've read about, like, a lot of guys got really injured while filming this. <laughs> like, it was a lot of real stunts. So, I mean, the action scenes are great in this. That makes it even better when you know that there was genuine pain. But like, That's
2: the
1: only <laughs> movies I watch is where I know they bled for the part. I mean, how... <laughs> left it all on the camera. How <laughs> if we were, you didn't leave a movie set hurt, you didn't leave it all on the field. <laughs> so that's my attitude.
0: Um, how we were talking about, though, how, like, Rambo's like this unstoppable force. Um, I mean, Max, he's not. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's he's just a regular guy. And he just is like... He's. That's why I think Thunderdome It kind of changes and makes him like just this Kind of like Rambo ass And like he can never be taken down He's, has like these insane fighting skills And I mean in 2 he's just He's just a regular guy You know I think that's what makes it very good Is that He's. There's nothing special about him or anything
1: yeah, he, sh- he just happened
0: I- to survive This long um, that's great. And I also think a really good part of this Is Well, the two next big points I'll make, (laughs) Um, the ending is pretty, there's a lot of ambiguity to it, and it kind of, kind of a theme with all these Mad Max movies is they're all like kind of legends and like, there's no real continuity to it. Right. So it kind of ends it like, it's just like a story being told, and like, you don't even know if any of this actually happened almost
1: so there's no like clear defined like this is how it went down this is how it ended like I this mean, is where they went from here
0: there's kind of easter eggs and fury road that this definitely happened but i mean you can never totally be sure so you're saying right. he might be a replicant yes
1: i think that's uh, what you said
0: damn <laughs> trippy then <And laughs> the last part of this i'll talk about is i think the villains and how kind of over the top all like the it kind of is the same in Fury Road how like everyone's pretty crazy in this but there wasn't much of that in the first Mad Max this is where it kind of all started and I think that's it's cool to see Max who's just like extremely serious and hardly talks and then all these crazy guys trying to kill him and they can't who is
1: the villains and who are the villains in, in Mad Max 2 is there like any clear to ones or is it just like crazy people
0: um it's like this gang of crazy guys and there's this real big guy kind of is like bane like he has a big mask you never see his face but he's just this huge is
1: is that the fury road guy no immortal joe
0: yeah it's not him okay all right um it's just this big muscle guy who kind of leads this gang um okay and they're trying to take over this town that has gas but it's yeah, it's a very good movie. It's a bit of a slow burn, there's not a ton of action in it, but I think it's a very solid movie. Good watch.
1: And I really like Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I he's a he's crazy in real life, but I do love his movies. Yeah.
0: Moving on. Sweet. Now this I would say this is probably one of the weaker movies on our list, but Batman nineteen eighty nine.
1: I'm gonna hard disagree with you there.
0: I mean, compared to the other movies we've talked about. yeah, I'd say
1: it at least weighs up to RoboCop.
0: Yeah, it's probably fair. I mean, I don't know. Eh. I mean, Joe, you haven't even seen RoboCop.
1: Okay, but also, Batman Based on what? Based on, like... The cultural impact. Yeah. It's it's the first Batman movie. How can you say that? Well, the Adam West was the first one. First, like, feature-length Batman movie, I'm not though. saying this it's,
0: isn't an iconic movie. I'm just saying, like, purely as a movie, it's probably not as good as most of the I these. just
1: think when you combine Jack Nicholson's Joker with the fact that you're seeing Batman in the movie theater for the first time... I, I think I think it's absolutely at least at least as good as RoboCop.
0: I mean, if I was seeing it in that point of view, I would agree. But I wasn't alive.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that's. I mean, we're I, I guess we're I gonna
0: understand Joe. What you're saying that, in
2: but. that just the the hype behind the character probably meant more seeing that on screen. But the quality of the movie itself, like what it's they very Tim
0: Burton. That's true. You know people, what? You want
1: to get nuts? Let's get nuts.
0: Yeah, that's a great i mean i like Ke- the whole castness is, is great i mean i'll say my couple cripes that i have with it but i'm not a huge tim burton fan and this i would well, say batman yeah. returns is like more burton but yeah this, one, this one's definitely the better of the two
1: but is it's forever still- burton as well
0: no he is- only did is the- that
1: schumacher yes okay that makes forever sense, and
0: batman though. and robin are both schumacher uh, and uh, that, that's kind of why Keaton left. He only wants to work with Burton. So I mean.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, like I can understand. When we're watching it now, no, it isn't like an insanely amazing movie. I just, I, I hold an affinity towards it. I guess I really like Jack Nicholson's Joker.
0: I mean, that probably is, that's like, probably the stronger. That's one of the stronger parts. F- the majority's Absolutely. movie is about the Joker. Yeah. I'd say more than Batman almost. Probably Because I mean Batman I I think one of the best parts Is he's already established And he's already You know really good At what he does Yeah
1: I appreciate that it's like They briefly go over Like yeah Like part of the Driving plot And stuff they do Is with uh, um, Batman's parents murder But they don't Harp on it a ton Like I feel like We only get a couple Flashbacks at most But we really get like An established Batman Which I really appreciated More so than Like uh, Batman Begins Sort of thing
0: It's kind of odd how they do his origin because it's kind of like almost a detective story. Like they have to do a lot of deep digging to find out like how Bruce Wayne's parents died. But you think that'd be something that just like you just everyone pretty much knows.
1: Yeah, that's that's
0: kind of cool, though, that it is detective, though. I get, but opinion. even then, it's not even Batman doing the detective work. It's true.
2: Vale and that, <laughs> that her reporter true. friend. <laughs> just like look up a I newspaper article it. about a murder. Yeah,
0: even <laughs> then, it's like a pretty weak. Like it's not even like an actual detective. It's just them looking it up.
1: Yeah, um, and I just always think about the museum scene with the Joker and the in the boombox. Yeah, the and whole I just dance think thing of like, That's a pretty good summary of that movie. It goes on a little too long. (laughs) Oh yeah, it goes on easily too long. I I wanted more. But (laughs) just I for one needed more. Um, Whole sequel.
0: I think the score of this is really good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would agree. I can't think of it offhand, but yeah.
0: I would say the weak points of this are for one thing, it really bothers me that he can't turn his head when he's in the Batman suit yeah I, I mean that I bothers me and batman begins too and all yeah. like it just it doesn't like how would you even fight people you can't turn your head turning at the pelvis
1: he just swings his like head around and that's one of his weapons he uses yeah he just I, that just all,
0: that always bothers me but i mean i think besides that the suit looks good
1: and like that batmobile looks really cool is um is billy d williams harvey denton this yeah I, I love that. I, it's like I, I feel like that could face. have been a really cool Two Face, but
0: it never happens. Because he's
1: like perfectly, like exactly like the charismatic person that Harvey Dent should be, and then you could just do a full heel turn on him. But yeah, yeah. Um, Instead, we got Tommy Lee Jones just Tommy Lee Jonesing all over the place, um, the way he does. And I would also the way say, he normally does.
0: <laughs> watching this somewhat recently, like within this year, the actions just. I mean, I guess it's kind of comic booky, but it's it's pretty lame. <laughs> it's a lot of like you can almost picture like, like the, like, the 60s this, Batman's like bam, pow. Well, like Batman <laughs> straight up kills people in this. Yeah, he does. And Which, like there's some fight scenes where he's just fighting one thug and it, it just it takes too long.
1: I appreciate it that it is very not afraid and this is probably the burden aspect of it but it's very not afraid to be what it is which is a comic book movie like there's bright colors there's an eccentric batmobile there's like like bat gadgets and stuff like that so i appreciate that for that you know
0: and it's also much darker than like the superman movies mm-hmm. that were like really the only predecessors to this <laughs> Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that, but absolutely.
2: Yeah, and I mean, that, if we had time, unfortunately, I mean, that might even be worth a different episode, but Superman the Motion Picture and, and Superman 2, I think, as kind of being like the very first comic book movies, like, I thought, I always thought they did a pretty good job of making it lighthearted, but also serious when it needed to be, yeah. like having some cinematic stakes to it.
1: I think that just comes with the territory of the character, though. I mean, like, you're, like, as it should be, not always how it's done, but, like, Superman should always generally be, like, the lighter character tone of the two. Oh, definitely. As we've seen. Yeah. As we've seen, that isn't always accomplished, but I digress. But I, I I'll, think I'll, I gave I'll,
0: the wrong impression at the beginning. I do like this movie.
1: Yeah, I felt like you really came out like I thought you didn't like it. Well, I was just like saying, because,
0: I mean, we've listed some pretty good movies so far. I was just say this is more campy. I mean, yeah, I would say this is about the level of Robocop.
1: It's not trying to be an Oscar winner. Yeah. So,
0: I, I think yeah. it's
1: just mostly because I don't really like Tim Burton. No, that's completely fair, because it is a very Tim Burton-esque. Um, not necessarily as much as Forever or um, Returns is, but uh, I completely understand that, and I'm not a Burton fan either. I think I just, like, appreciate it for the Keaton and uh, Jack Nicholson aspect of it. Yeah.
2: But on that note... I'm sure we would recommend still. Yeah, of course. Of course. course, course.
0: Yeah. Any Batman fan would be caught dead if they had (laughs) see it. (laughs) All right. Last two movies. We're coming back to Stallone with Rocky IV.
1: Propaganda 101, and I love every second of it.
0: Yeah. Very great Cold War propaganda. I also think Drago's, besides Apollo Creed, is probably, like, the best guy goes against
1: i always have like i have this debate way too much for like what it is but i always wrestle back and forth between clubber lang or drogo yeah like who's the better opponent and like because i always put apollo creed number one but i i mean it's always back and forth but drogo is like awesome to me i think he's like a really like fun opponent to watch
0: i mean i think i probably like the first rocky the best because it's much it's like as they go on, they get much more
1: like eccentric. Yeah. Like every character is yeah. very exaggerated. But I'm I mean, back and forth. I love Rocky. I think I might like Rocky two more um, just slightly. But I think that's just because and I know that the ending, you either love it or you hate it. I personally love it. But yeah, understandable.
0: I mean, you kind of know every Rocky movie. They're either going to win or do like better than you thought. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I would say Rocky Four is the best training montage and the best soundtrack. I love the training. Out of all those. Oh, sh- the
1: training montage in Siberia is absolutely top of the class in terms of training montages.
0: Yeah, I would say in those ways, it's the best. I still, Rocky One's my favorite, I would say. Then this one. For movies or training montages? For movies as a whole, the first Rocky. But I would say Rocky Four is the best in Soundtrack and Training montage
1: Yeah Oh wait I realized You just said that But uh And We and Rocky Ford Get I believe it's our Second major death Of the um yeah. Of the Franchise Cause it's Mick first And then Apollo now Creed. it's uh, Apollo And I I, I always love I mean like He really came Into that boxing match Not expecting much Considering he sang Or he performed it Only in America yeah. Walking in.
0: Um I mean I guess maybe this is just cuz maybe this yeah, is cuz exactly. I just actually watch boxing and really like it but the fight scenes get way less realistic as they go on.
1: Oh, which people I are mean throwing, like haymakers and like loading up like they grab the other guy. Yeah and they're just eating all of them.
0: But I mean <laughs> yeah. if you know what the if you go and knowing what these movies are I mean that's what you want to well, see. The like sound of the glove doesn't even like sound like
2: yeah, what you it's would like, hear.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 But there's like a guy behind the boom mic like <laughs>
0: slapping stakes. He's just like <laughs> yeah,
1: that's exactly. It.
0: <laughs> but Joe, what you said about Apollo Creed's death, I like when he that stare down between Rocky and Drago
1: while he's yeah. holding
0: Creed's body. Oh. I think that's great.
1: Yeah, and I love the throw the damn towel like scene and just yeah. he's getting wailed on and I think like it's always I always find it hysterical, but I think like in the middle of getting wailed on, Apollo like turns to Rocky and literally like in the middle of the fight gives him like a don't do it like kind of thing, which I think is like funny because like this guy's about to die, he doesn't have the present state of mind, but I I, I really love this movie for what it exactly is. Or what yeah. it's exactly trying to be.
0: I, I think draw goes great, like he doesn't <laughs> say much but He's very intimidating, and they do a good job making him very menacing.
1: Yeah, he's a great, like, cold-hearted, like, machine killer. And he even has some sort of moments in the movie where he's like, I don't know if I even want to be doing this, but, like, still great. Yeah. Good, good, fun movie to watch. (laughs) Fun family film take your small children to. Of course.
0: (laughs) Moving on, this will be the last movie we discuss is The Shining. Since we're kind of getting into Halloween season,
1: um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually just recently watched this, so I'm glad that we're talking about it because it's very fresh in my memory. Um, I think this is.
0: I really like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, but this is probably one, the best or second to that, and best Jack Nicholson performance.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd probably agree, which. It's always ironic, because this is Kubrick, and it's, like, loved for, the like, the movie it is, but Stephen King actually hates this movie, because it's very not, like, true to yeah. the story, which I always find funny.
0: But kind of like how I said I don't like Tim Burton, I really like Kubrick, and this movie is very, like, very Stanley Kubrick movies, and, like, it's a very slow burn, and, like, very, a lot of ambiguity to it, and... Yeah, it's extremely sure. creepy.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, a lot of the ways that Kubrick made this movie are what make it great. Like in terms of the score, just the constant like tension that it holds with it. Um, the acting, I I had heard recent stories about like how Kubrick basically like terrorized the main actress in this yeah, movie. Yeah, really Duval.
0: Like, she was like always essentially crying. Essentially,
1: drove her crazy, and like. You can kind of once, like you keep that in mind, keep her scenes and her acting in that movie as like pretty genuine. And I mean, they really, because at the beginning of this
0: movie, you kind of just think Jack Nicholson's a normal guy.
1: Yeah, he's kind of like a like kind of like an exasperated husband, but like a normal guy.
0: And like they really show like his decline really slowly, and like also his backstory and like his relationship with his wife and son. Without like
1: right. directly telling you things. And I love the draw about, like the comparisons to when you learn more and more about like the last person that was in the in the hotel or in his position and like how it kind of um parallels. I think it's really funny. Yeah. Not funny, but like pretty wild. It's a very it's a very slow burn, but a good movie. Very, very I I can't even really recall what's the exact like how about how long is it is it two hours is it under is it over i would say definitely over (laughs) i'm not sure exactly but it's it's a pretty long yeah i recall being long but also like i feel like i lost concept of time during
0: also this good kid acting in this
1: (laughs) yeah yeah he's great in it always a plus always a very it's either it's either a break or like it slightly helps it never like makes them Rarely in. I'd say rarely apply. Like I always like Count it as a good mark On a movie If the kid acting's good But if it's bad it Like what we said earlier It literally always ruins it for me Yeah
0: like When I say great kid actor I mean like It doesn't I like,
1: didn't hate him Yeah like
0: I didn't <laughs> hate him And it didn't
1: like The movie still flowed With his scenes Like For instance I hated Jurassic World Solely because of the actors <laughs> Like the kid actor Yeah
0: Very risky Very with kid acting but those are 80s movies Quite a list yeah, Had to take a
2: backseat on a couple of them myself But based on your I like stunning recommendations I, I surely will go watch them
1: And of course there's other 80, a lot of other 80s movies we've seen But we'll save those for other there's episodes There's so many we didn't cover But I'm sure like a lot of them are part of franchises So we can make full episodes out of them Or YouTube videos or anything like that So I'm sure we'll eventually cover more and more Agreed and
0: I got this new—I don't know what you would call it—but I will start doing in the f- near future some video game walkthroughs. So possibly Assassin's Creed Origins or Star Wars Battlefront Two. Mhm.
1: So yeah, that'll that'll be really cool. That'll oh, be on that the rise
2: Keep an eye out for that. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of good things happening behind the scenes for for us for LJJR as a as a studio, if you want to call it that, uh, on Absolutely. YouTube on youtube like lucha said he's going to be hopefully bringing us some gameplay videos uh we're coming out with our individual videos um i encourage everybody to check them out on youtube on the ljjr studios channel uh we're probably going to stick more with newer uh newer films newer tv shows um as far as giving our thoughts on them but if there's something that one of us really loves that the other three you know don't have much to say about we're going to throw that on youtube so uh lots of shorter videos more content uh coming at you and finally, Absolutely. yeah, sorry, go ahead, Joe.
1: I was just going to add, we're just kind of going to use it as more of like another platform to kind of put out more stuff, more thoughts. So um, definitely be on the lookout for all of that. Because that's what everybody wants
2: is just more of our voices in their lives. Finally, biggest change, uh, more of a behind-the-scenes change, um, obviously we've updated the name of this podcast to The Extended Cut with LJJR, and in doing so, we've changed uh, the host of our podcast from SoundCloud to Anchor.fm, so if people want to ch- check us out on Anchor.fm slash The Extended Cut, uh, it's a really cool app, and you can think of it almost as Snapchat for podcasts, so anytime we have a new episode, uh, hopefully tonight after recording this, you'll be able to find it on our station which is sort of like a story it'll be there for 24 hours um, and then afterwards it will go to itunes uh, along with all of our other episodes so just another way to check us out if you'd like
0: yeah absolutely definitely also, email LJJR Studios at gmail. I'm always waiting for someday someone to send some. <laughs> <Someday> <laughs> he'll take spam, he'll
2: take come. porn, he'll take anything at this point.
1: <laughs> anything. But, uh, yeah, uh, follow us on Twitter. I believe it's still at ljjrstudios. Uh, ljjrpod. Or at Pod, A- at LJJRpod, but the username is now the extended cut Correct. with ljjr.
2: Uh, not with LJJR on Twitter, just because it wouldn't let me. There weren't enough characters. One way or another,
1: you'll find us. Um, the YouTube is still at LJJR Studios. Um, the Facebook is LJJR... I guess it would be extended cut. We're still like shaping everything out naming-wise with the name change, but generally, mostly the same.
0: One way or another, you'll see Just type four. in LJJR on Google and you'll find everything. If much. you're searching,
2: yeah. you'll find us. Look for the four <laughs> devilishly handsome cartoons. And
0: but also, yeah. I, I guess we'll probably get one more podcast in and then Thor Ragnarok will be out. So that'll be coming up soon.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have Stranger Things, Thor, um, Justice League, Star Wars. Like, we're headed towards a big time of year. So we'll definitely have things to say about certain stuff. All good things.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Extended Co with LJJR. We'll see you next time.